Welcome back to משנה תורה, ספר זמנים, הלכות שבת, פרק שבעה עשר. This chapter is one of the longest ones of, uh, of all of משנה תורה, and so it might take us a little longer than I'd like. I hope you have uh, enough patience and stay with us and concentrate because it's also a difficult chapter and it deals with something that it's actually much much more complicated when you do not study this with Harambam and more importantly it sets up all of Hilchot Ayrubin which is what follows after Harambam so this is a very very important chapter to understand I'm going to not rush through it as I otherwise would have done given a long chapter so forgive me if it takes a little over an hour um, but uh, it, it's an important one so first of all a word of introduction about the main topic of this subject which is mevoot emavoi what is emavoi just tell you a word or two about how the the a city the, the urban landscape used to look like in the times of the mishnah when all of these halachot were developed and uh, If, if you have been in the in the Jewish quarter in Yerushalayim, it pays to go back there in your mind and try to visualize all of these little narrow streets and the houses. It's the closest you'll come in, in our modern-day experience to Mevoot, and it's not exactly it. But uh, ju- just a few, a few reminders. So, Rashud HaYahid, Min HaTorah, from the Torah, is something that is surrounded by four walls. Not three according to Haraman, but four, as we're going to see. Rashud HaRabim is something where uh, the Rabim Bokaim, when, when the public can go through and it serves as uh, a, a medium, um, people uh, transport themselves and transport things from place to place. So it's for traveling mostly. It's Midbarot, Yarot, Shevakim, Urchovot Hamefulashim Lahem, just to, to remind ourselves from chapter 14 what, uh, what, constitu- what constitutes Rashut Harabim. If something doesn't fit one of these two characteristics, it's neither a, a public passageway, let's call it that way, nor something that's surrounded by four walls, then this Minha Torah should have been Mekom Petor. It's an area which should have been permissible to carry within and to carry from it to any of the other kinds of domains. On Petor, Hachamim carved out, as we have been discussing, a few exceptions, a few things in which it's not permitted to carry freely, one of them being Carmelit, that's the most common one. Maybe you can argue that the most prevalent kind of area throughout the world is Carmelit, followed By, as a close, well, of course, if you don't count the oceans, followed as a close second by Rashut HaRabim, followed by Rashut HaYahid, and then, or maybe followed by Mekompetor, if you also count the airspace. And uh, we also studied in the last chapter some situations in which Rashut HaYahid, uh, in the sense of Karpef, was also, Hachamim also carved out certain things from it and forbidden to carry within it. Mavoi is actually an exception to Mekompetor, just like Carmelit. A Mavoi should have been Mekompetor, a place that's surrounded by three, not four walls. It has certain conditions, as we're going to see, but it's important to remember where we are. So it's Mekompetor min HaTorah, and Hachamim are forbidden 
forbidding to carry within it. Don't worry about the definition of Mavoy, we're going to come to it in a bit. Mavoy there's two kinds of nut, satum, which is one that has three walls. It has two walls, one on each side, and one wall closing the entrance or the exit, depend, depends, depending on your point of view. And it has two walls, two parallel walls, and it's open from side to side. That's mefulash. Halachabet. How do you, how can you make a mavoy satum permissible to carry within it? So hachamim were not too stringent on this and they made it easy to make it permissible to carry within it. And they said, all we want is for you to take, it already has three walls, for you to take instead of the fourth wall to put any de minimis um, vertical something that's called lehi, and that's enough, or a, a kora, which we are going to define also, which is a post on top, horizontally on top, creating some sort of a of surata peta with the two walls of the mavoi. And then we see it as though it has four walls, and it's as if it is Rashut Hayahid. I'm being careful, it's as if, because also, sorry, let, let's go back to one very important point. If something is Rashut Hayahid, although it's uh, more permissive in the sense that you can carry as much as you want within it, but it also has a very severe consequence, and that is that if you carry from it to Rashut Rabim or vice versa, you become Hayav, Sekila, or, uh, or, or Hatat, depending on the circumstances. Shedin Torah, Beshalosh Mehesot Bilvad, Mutaretaltel, Umidivre Sofrim Hiarua Harviait, Ulfichach Daila Belechiok Okora. Because from the Torah, given that it has three walls, then this makes it permissible to carry within it. I'm going to add an asterisk in a second, not because it's but rather because it's mekom petor, and it's only from hachamim that you need this fourth wall for a heker, just so people don't confuse it with reshut harabim, to which the mavoi normally is connected, and therefore all you need is a lehi or a kora. Just the, the asterisk I want to drop here is that we have mentioned a situation in which you have something with three walls, beam, and yet it's min rashut rabim, and that is keren zavit. Let's not get into it right now, but if you're interested into that, that's it's a good excuse to go and review what that means. What can you do to make a mavoy mefulash permissible to carry within it? Whoever is following on YouTube can see right here a beautiful picture, and I'm going to show to others that really show you what the Mavoy feel like, and, and you understand how exactly the this is the Rashut Rabim, which leads to the Mavoy, which leads to the Haserot, which leads to the houses. So what do you do if you have a Mavoy Mufulash? It's open from both ends. 
עושה לו סורת פתח מכאן, ולחי או קורא מכאן, ומבוי עקום תורתו כמפולש. So, if it's open from both ends, you must do, at least on one of the two sides, what we called the lehi, the lehi is a de minimis wall, in other words, it has the height of a wall, but we don't care about the thickness of it, and we don't care about its width. So it could be a, a, a hair, really, you take a, a string of hair, obviously within reason, but presumably you could take even a string of hair and put it on the side, and that, the imagination, create the rest of the virtual wall on one side, and that makes it have three walls, and then now on the fourth wall you put either a lehi or a kora. And now comes a very interesting halacha, mavoi akum, and mavoi that, although it's, uh, it's closed on one of the sides, but it's in an L shape, or, or it, it's open from both sides, sorry, but it's in an, in an L shape, and then if you just look from the beginning, from one of the openings, you will encounter your end, but this is still open. It, it's an L, it's open on both sides, and Hachamim consider this like mefulash. Uh, just to correct something I said, um, if a mavoi has three walls and you add the lehi, then it does become Rashut HaYachid Bina as we are going to see. Halakha Dalet, Mavoi Shehu Shaveh Mitocho Midron Lishut HaRabim, O Shaveh Lishut HaRabim Midron Etocho, Eno Sarich Lo Lehi Velo Kora Shehareho Muvdal Merashut HaRabim. Now, if a Mavoi is not at the same height as the street to which it is open, if there is some slope leading from it or to it, then um, you don't need Lech Yokora because all Hachamim wanted was to distinguish it from it is open. So now we come and, and mention again another concept, the public garbage pile. If Mavoi is open, but on the one hand, it's closed, but it's closed because there is a pile of garbage. The pile of garbage is serving as a third wall of the Mavoy. And on the other end, there is the ocean, which is Carmelit. But if the ocean, if the ocean were to, um, or, or the river were to dry up, or the, the ocean were to, were to uh, retreat enough, then it would not be open to the ocean, and maybe it might even be open to Rashut Arabim, but we don't suspect that this might happen, just like we don't suspect that the pile of garbage will be emptied during Shabbat, the presumption is that the pile of garbage that belongs to the public, nobody takes responsibility over it, and then it stays there for a long time, and therefore we can assume that it's going to stay there uh, as a wall as well. <coughs> מבוי מפולש שהיה כלל לאמצע רחבה של הרבים, אם לא היה מכוון כנגד פתח רחבה, הרי זה כסתום. An open מבוי, that is open towards, it's open towards uh, a, a, a wider area, and then that wider area is open to רשות הרבים. <coughs> So really, you have two mevo'ot, 
one narrow and one wide, basically. Then, if it was not against the door of the door, there is a stone and there is no need for the door of the door. But if it was not against the door of the door, and if it was not against the door of the door, the door of the door is against the door of the door. So, we have here a picture I just want to show you. The situation here is, you have the street, then you have a maboy, you have the rehavash rabbim, which is a, an area which is, uh, it's more than a hatser. It's an area that is not private, is not enclosed by anyone, and it serves to connect between mebo'ot, but it's also not rashut harabim. The status of this area is not rashut harabim. So if the mavoi is open, if when you continue the mavoi, you would hit, you would hit another wall, you would not hit Rashut Rabim. So the Rehava has the function of interrupting between this mavoi and potentially the next one, as you can see in this picture. And therefore, um, you can just see it as mavoi satum and deal only with one of the sides. So Stadeha Rehava again, if if it if it if it if it's open and if you continue the walls of the Mavoy, suddenly you have to uh, these walls end and the Rehava begins, then that's considered Satum, the Rehava interrupts it. However, if the Mavoy, if one of the walls continues and that wall becomes the wall of the wider Rehava, that is an issue. Halachazain. אין המבוי ניתר בלחי או קורה עד שיהיו בתים וחסרות פתוחות לתוכו עמוד ומעלה ויהיה אורכו יתרה רוחבו. So there is a few conditions, three conditions for the מבוי to be capable of becoming permissible to carry within it if you have לחי or קורה. Number one, it needs to face houses or חסרות. The houses or חסרות, both of which are 100% רשות היחיד, need to be open to it. It cannot be a mavoi that just connects between two streets and there is nothing open to it. Number two, it needs to be at least four amot long. It cannot be much shorter than that or shorter than that. And it needs to be narrower than it is wide. אבל מבוי שאורכו כרוחבו הרי הוא כחסר ואינו ניתר אלא בשני לחיים משנה רוחותיו כולחי במשהו However, if a mavoi is a square, perfect square, or presumably wider than it is long, in terms of what's facing the street, this is like a haser, and then like a haser, we require that it has four full walls for it to be Rashut Ayahid, and then instead of four full walls is not one lehi, but two lehayayim, of uh, even the thickness of a hair, or instead of that, you can have a little mini wall that's for Pasra Havarba'a, a four tefahim wide wall on either side. Haser she'orkah yater al-ruhbah harehi kemavoy v'niteret belehi okora. A haser, that is longer than it is wide. In other words, 
the the opening to the more public area is a narrower side. It's like a mavoi. And then you can do the same thing as a mavoi and use either a lehi or a kola. However, a mavoi that doesn't have any houses or haserot open to it, like for example, one uh, it, it, for example, it serves only one single house or one single haser. Or a mavoi that, as we mentioned, does not have the requisite length of at least for amot. The only way to resolve this would be yaim or with a mini wall that we mentioned. If the Mavoi does not have three Tefahim or more, Lehi nor Kora, um, and you can carry all through it because it's considered part of whatever it's facing. I went a little faster because we already mentioned this. If the Hesher is being done, if Mavoy Satum, the fourth wall, is a Kora, then that Kora does not make it into a full Rashut Ayahid, it's a competitor. But if the fourth wall is that the minimis uh, beam or, or column of any thickness whatsoever, then uh, it becomes fully rutayahid, also lehayev to render hayav someone who carries from it to rutayahid harabim or vice versa. So let's say that in rutayahid harabim, you have in the middle of the street or in the in the desert, let's say, you have two walls that create some sort of a tunnel, but it's not covered. It's just the two walls. And people are passing through them. So how can you possibly make it uh, permissible to carry within it? So the way to make this uh, to, to sort of like interrupt the public traffic that comes through it, you don't need to actually interrupt it, but you need to make it capable of interrupting the traffic. So the solution for this is to put doors on each of the sides, done in several places in Israel where they take this halachot uh, seriously, in Yerushalayim especially. And unlike the city, when we mentioned the city, that the city can become Shuteyachid, we said, in here, it's not a city, so we don't need for the doors to actually be locked at night, but they have to be capable of being locked. If the doors are stuck because there is too much or earth surrounding them and they cannot be closed, so you clean that up and you make them capable of being closed. <laughs> 
מפנה אותם ומתקנה להנעל, אבל צורת הפתח הולכי וקורה אינן מועילים בהכשר רשות הרבים. However, if you have צורת הפתח or לחי uh, or קורה, all of these things are only good, are only sufficient for areas which would not be רשות הרבים מן התורה, would be either מקום פטור או כרמלית, and then חכמים, the same people who forbade you from carrying, also permitted you to, to make it into a רשות היחיד-like area by adding these devices. But just צורת הפתח would not be enough for רשות הרבים. This is yet another flow, I'm sorry I'm keep reminding of this point, but yet another flow with the string, the string device that people use for carrying Nowadays, according to Rambam, it would not, it would never work because it's within Rashut Harabim. Halakha Yod Aleph. Mutar letaltel b'mavoi tachat akolao b'na lechayayim. The mavoi is permissible to carry also in the depth of what, the space right under the kora or right next to the lechay. B'shehaya samuch l'shut harabim, aval im haya samuch l'charmelit, אסור לטלטל תחת הקרוב בין הלחיים עד שיעשה לחי אחר להתיר תוך הפתח שהרי מסע מין את מינו ונעור. So this is only when the מבוי is facing a place that is רשות הרבים. However, if the place it's facing is, let's say, a street that's narrower than 16 אמה, which would be not רשות הרבים כרמלית, then the הקד is no longer good because the two areas now are way too similar to one another. If, if it was Rashut al-Rabim and Mavoy, then the hekel that you need to distinguish between them is less than if you have a Mavoy and Karmelit. And therefore, Hachamim now require for you to have two lehayayim uh, as opposed to only uh, one. Halachayot <laughs> Bet. What can you make a lehi or a kora from? This is a subject, this is dealt with in Masechet Ayrubin, in the Mishnah and Masechet Shabbat, a little bit Masechet Shabbat, mostly Masechet Ayrubin. Bakola osim lehayayim, afilu bedavar sheyesh bo ruach hayim, vafilu beisure hanaya. This column, this de minimis column that we've been mentioning so far, can be made from anything, even from things that you normally are not allowed to derive a benefit from. Even if you use Avodazara itself or a tree of Asherah, which is also forbidden uh, those could be good uh, for purposes of Shabbat. Because you really need something de minimis. It could be even a millimeter, even, even as thick as a hair, as I mentioned before. And the halacha the, is... The, I think the halakha is kol hata'un serifa kechatut dame or something like that. That's a phrase. Anything that's meant to be burned according to halakha, like for example, avodah zara, then we see it as not having any volume. We see it as though it was already burned and therefore if we are trying to use it for something that requires for it to have any substance whatsoever, we cannot. However, here we don't need for it to have any substance. It could be, again, a hair thick. And therefore, even if it's a surbehana'ah, 
we would be able to use it for the purpose of hekar. It's not the substance what matters here, and therefore the Isur Hana'ah is irrelevant. Gova Halehi, Empahud Me'asaratefahim, Rohbo Ve'ovyo, Kol Shehu. Um, and the, the lehi needs to be at least 10 tefahim tall, but again, thickness and width. With, with, in terms of the Korah, you may not you make a Korah out of Asherah, even though you can use everything else. Why? Because the Asherah is Omed Lisrefa, and therefore we see it as though it has no volume whatsoever. But the Korah, as we are going to see, needs to have a minimum width, and therefore this device doesn't work anymore because you see the Asherah as having no width whatsoever. So too, anything that needs to have any minimum shi'ur of anything is asur if it comes from the Asherah. So the width of the Quran needs to be at least one tefah, but in terms of thickness, it's the minimis, whatever thickness you can achieve it could be a piece of metal or, or a sheet of metal or, or anything like that however it, uh, although we said we don't care about the thickness it does need to result in something that's strong enough place on top of it Ariah is a is a a kind of a of a brick and it will be able to support that weight so and the Ariah is half a brick, a half brick of three by three tefahim, or half a brick of three by three tefahim. Sorry. And then whatever I'm using to support the Korah itself also needs to be theoretically strong enough to support the Korah plus the theoretical levena that I'm the, the half levena that I'm putting on top of it. Halacha yud dalit kamai hiye petach hamavoi vehiye dai lehachshiro belech yokora. So the petach, the 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 opening of the mavoi, how what are the characteristics it should have so that the lehi or the kora can work? Govho en pachut me'asarat efahim. So it needs to be at least of the minimum height of 10 tefahim, but it cannot be more than 20 amot, similar to Tilchot Sukkah, because of the heker, because of the heker aspect of this, that we want to know what's going on. The whole point is for people who are passing by on the street to understand, hey, this is not the same. It should not merge with Rashut Arabim. And all of this we're saying if the way that the Mavoi was enclosed, the gate of the Mavoi was enclosed, was not in what qualifies as Surat Petah per the last chapter. But if it does have Surat Petah, then it's Surat Petah is always something that people can notice, even if it is 100 Amot high. Just want to issue a word of warning. I did say this is like sukkah, and I said it's a care, and I said and I said if it's surat pedah it's a care. Please be disciplined enough not to make uh, 
links that were not made by Hachamim and say, oh, so does that mean that if a sukkah is 100 amod, but it's made in surat petach to be kashira? No. Uh, let, let's stick to what Hachamim decided and leave the reasons to the portion of our brain that deals with things that are interesting, but legally insignificant. Halacha tetvav. Vechen, im haya bakora shel lemavoi kiyur vesiyur, at sheyu akol mistakelin baha, af al pi shehi lemaala me'asrim amma kashela shakora mishumakel asuya vimaita lemaala me'asrim amma me'asrim ena nikeret, ve'ibyesh basiyur vechiyur mistakelin baha ve'nimsa sham heker. So with the Korah, if it has some kind of ornamentation, if it's designed in a way that catches the eye, then even if it's higher than 20 amot, it's fine because people look at it and realize that it's there and they they immediately are led to feel as though the area of the Mavo is different than the area of Rosh Tarabim. Halachat et Zayn. Mavo shehaya govho min ha'ares ad kaka'it Korah isrim amma ve'ovya Korah lemala me'esrim Kasher, the Mavoi is between the uh, ground and the the um, the beginning of the Korah, less than 20 Amod, but the end of the Korah, more than 20 Amod, that's fine. Hayagov ho yater me'aisrim. The Korah, shemaniya hotah lemata, sadich liyot berochpaha tefah. If the Mavoi, if the walls of the Mavoi were taller than 20, and then you wanted to make it shorter by adding a Korah that's very thick, then that Korah needs to be um, needs to be at least one tefa. Let me just one second see if there's any picture here. Okay, so uh, one explanation is that what Rambam is saying here, there's two explanations. One explanation is that what Rambam is saying here is that you had already a Korah, it was more than 20 amot, and you want to sort of make that Korah thicker by adding another Korah right under it. That's one explanation. The other explanation is that you wanted to add the Korah on the floor. In any event, the Korah needs to be at least one tefah for it to be significant and for it to be capable of reducing the, the height of the Mavoi. If the Mavoy did not have the requisite height of 10 Tefahim, you don't need to dig a trench throughout the Mavoy and make the whole thing deeper so the whole thing is higher than the Tefahim, but it's enough to do so in an area of 4 by 4 Amot. And if that area has the height of 10 Tefahim, it's enough to be able to use the devices we described for making them avoid um, carryable within it. Halakha yudzayin nifras bo pirsa misiddo kelape rosho. Im nishar omed berosho im nishar omed berosho pasra havar ba'atefahim mutar. If uh, one of the walls got breached and uh, this is closer to the entrance of the Mavoi, but uh, there, there is enough wall between Rashut Harabim and the rest of the and, and the Pirza and the breach that is at least four Tefahim, then it's it's fine. But if this is so long as the breach is not more than 10 Amot in and of itself, 
ואם לא נשאר, פס ארבעה, אסור, however, if uh, there, is not, there is not four תפחים left of that wall that was now breached, it's forbidden, אלא אם כן הייתה פרסה פחות משלושה, unless the breach was less than three תפחים, because then it becomes לבוד, שכל פחות משלושה כלבוד הוא. הלכה י"ח, נפרס המבוי במלואו להסר נגדו לרשות הרבים. So the situation here is that the Mavoy itself, which led to the Haser, which led to the house, the Mavoy itself now, uh, the wall between the Mavoy and the Haser fell down. And the area of the wall that fell down of the Haser is now facing, or, or maybe the Haser is facing Rashut Rabin from the other side. So uh, if you look at this illustration, you have the street on one side, a street on the other side. In between the two streets, you have this complex of Mavoy with surrounded by Haserot and Batim, and it's Mavoy Satum. So if you go from street A and you want to get to street B, you cannot because you'll hit a Hatser that splits between the Mavoy and street B. Now, what's happened here is the wall of the Mavoy leading to this particular Hatser was breached and the wall of the Hatser leading to street B was breached. Therefore, if you go from street A, now you can go all the way to street B through the Mavoy, through the Hatser, through both breached walls. That is the situation here. And this makes it Mavoy Mefulash, the Hatser muteret. However, the Hatser itself, it did not become forbidden. She Hatser shal rabbim bok'ayim ba v'nichnasim ba v'yosim ba zo, הרי היא רשות היחיד כמורה. Because the Hatser, although people come through it, and, and they, they enter through one side and come out through another, this still remains רשות היחיד. הלכה י"ט, מבוי שהיו לו שבילים מצד זה ושבילים מצד האחר, שנמצאו מפולשים לרשות הרבים. אף על פי שאינן מכוונים זה כנגד זה, הרי כל אחד מהם מבוי מפולש. If a מבוי has, and again, it's very advisable that if, even if you're listening on the podcast, that you try to find some illustrations to see this, because otherwise you'll really be breaking your head trying to understand it, or worse, you'll skip through this and will end up not understanding it. Next time you'll have the chance to really understand Ilchot Nebo'ot, which are an essential part of Ilchot Shabbat and Ilchot Ayrubin, and therefore an essential part of Torah that every Tamil Hacham should know. Um, so in this case, you have a Mavoy that has, um, it, it has a paths that lead from one side and paths that lead from the other side. So if you can see in this, in this uh, illustration, you have um, on the very top, I'm drawing something now horizontally. You have the street, the Shutarabim. Then draw parallel to it, underneath it, Emavoy, and draw right underneath it a second street of Rashutarabim. And each of these Rashutarabim is connected to the Mavoy through very little shavilim, very little uh, pathways, alleyways that lead to the Mavoy. Even if these little pathways are not aligned one against the other, in other words, if you were to look from one street 
through these little alleyways, you would not find the next street. You would find the wall of the Mavoy. Each of these is considered a Mavoy Mefulash, including, by the way, the Mavoy itself. So what can you do to make them kasher? So you have to really do a lehi or kora or 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 a, a uh, um, you need to make a surat petah, not lehi or kora, surat petah uh, between all the shavilim that lead to Rashut Arabim, between them and Rashut Arabim, and then. On, on the other side, now that you have that Surat Petah, then this is like a, a, a Mavoi Satum now, and you can have on the other side, if you looked at each of them like a Mavoi Mefulash, then on the other side you can do a Lehi or a Korah. And this result should not surprise us, because we said before, Mavoi Akum Harehuk and Fulash, and this is exactly one way of looking at it. Halachakaf. Mavoi Shashido Echad Aroch Vesido Hashani Kasar a mavoi that is uh, very narrow on one end and very broad on the other end. The place in which you have to put the Korah is on the narrow way. Then if you put a lehi in the middle of the mavoi, so you have on the narrow end a Korah, and in the middle, a lehi, so you can carry from the Korah until the lehi, but not from the lehi and to the other side. And this is the way to do so because obviously you didn't have a Korah that was long enough to fit on the other side. If you have a void that is uh, 20 amot wide, so what can you do? It's, it's way too wide, and, and uh, the, the maximum is 10 amot, so how can you make it capable of, of receiving lehi or kora? So you have to make in the middle some kind of a division that it's at least 10 tefahim high, four, four amot, so it's a little wall of four amot by 10 tefahim, exactly in the middle, umamido ba'emsa, venimsa, kishne mevoot, Sorry, let me just read the whole thing. I skipped a few words for those who are listening. So so um again if you are able to to see the 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 pictures it will be uh, very very helpful uh, you have a mavoi that is 20 amot wide so what you do is you place exactly in the middle 
10 Tefahim high, that's the minimum for a wall, and four Amot uh, of length, that's the minimum for a Mavoy. That's not the minimum for a wall, but it's the minimum for a Mavoy. And by doing that, you're going to be dividing the Mavoy into two, and each of the sides of this will have, obviously, 10 Amot. Um, or you can do the same thing by having Shete Amot Mikan uh, by, by having uh, by, by having two amot followed by less than three tefahim followed by two amot totaling more than four amot, and then it will have an opening of ten amot, and then uh, with the sides, uh, although although the sides of this mevoot, uh, the, the middle wall is only four amot, and perhaps the length of the mevo is many many amot, but still you have parut merubeh laomed. That's the way it works out. Um, it needs to have been uh, longer than it was wider, and therefore, if you add up how many walls it has and how much empty space it has, you'll see that it has more walls than empty space. Now, a few things about the lehi. If the lehi is protruding from the wall of the mavoi, that's fine. It doesn't need to be separately made. A lehi that is standing in and of itself, even if it's magically, although there is no magic, if you saw it before Shabbat and you were relying on that, that's fine also. Even if the lehi can only be seen from the vantage point of someone standing inside the mavoi or someone standing outside the mavoi, that's fine also. However, if the lehi three tefahim away from the wall or from the floor, then this is invalid. Less than that, it's fine. If the is very wide, interesting result here. So if the lehi is wider than half the width of the mavoi of the wall it's trying to, to, to stay in lieu of, so if it's less than half, then it's still a lehi and it's always kasher. If it's more than half, then we enter into, then it becomes a wall and we have to consider if uh, there is more wall than empty space or more empty space than walls, which you would not need to do if this was just a lehi. Halacha kaf gimal. Kora sheparas aleha mahselet, harebit telaha, shehare enaha nikeret. Lefichach, im hayetaha mahselet mesuleket min haale shoshatefahimo yater, enaha mehisa. A kora that someone hangs something from it, let's say a, uh, a, a mahselet is, is a screen of some sort. Valid, it's not a Quran. 
because nobody is going to notice that there is a Qurader, they'll all look at the Mahselet. If the Mahselet itself did not reach, the, so, so the, the, what, the, what the person was trying to do was to actually create a wall out of this Qurah. By doing that, the Qurah became void, moot, null, and valid. Nobody's paying attention to it. But now, if the wall is not good enough, then you have neither wall nor Qurah. So if the Mahsele does not reach within three Tefahim from the ground, it's not a Mahisa. If, uh, if uh, instead of placing the Korah on top of the, of the walls of the Mavoy, the, the person just uh, added some uh, hooks or, or anything else on the of the walls, as in this picture, and then put the Korah on top of them, then that doesn't count. It needs to be sort of like Surat Apedah, it needs to be aligned on top of the walls, and not adjacent to it, not uh, hanging from its side. Halakha Kafdalet. Korah yose'ah mikotel zeh ve'enaha noga'at bakotel hashani, v'chen shete korot ahat yose'ah mikotel zeh ve'ahat yose'ah mikotel zeh ve'enna megi'od zo lazo, ha'eno sadich lehavi korah ha'heret. If there is a some space, some uh, interruption in the length of the Korah, so you have the Korah on top of the Mavoy, it's, it's uh, perfectly aligned, so we don't have that issue, but you don't have one Korah, you have two half Korot, and they are not touching each other. So if the space between them is less than three Tefahim, it's fine. If it's more, you need to bring another one on top of them. Likewise, if you have two korot that are, um, first of all, they, they both need to be at least a tefah, as we said before, for a korot to count needs to be a tefah, but let's say that they are, you put two korot, one on top of each other, one exactly next to each other, they are exactly the same, but they both are made of paper, and Neither of them could support the Ariyah, but combined, their combined strength would be enough to support the Ariyah, then that's fine. <laughs> If they were not perfectly aligned in terms of height, and uh, it would be again, it would be great if uh, you can see this this picture. But you you have them you have them coming exactly from the walls of my voice, so we don't have that issue. But then not only is the kora cut in half, but the two halves are not perfectly aligned with one another in terms of height. They are, however. Perfectly aligned in terms of of uh, of being within within the same, so, so they are covering the same area uh, underneath them. They're exactly on top of one another. Then, so long as their height, the height of both of them is fine, and they are compliant in any other way, we can combine them. We can virtually see them as though they are within the same height. Uh, so long as there is less than three tefahim. Between them.
And this can happen, by the way, more likely in a situation where the Korah, not only it broke down, but let's say it was nailed, it, each side of it was nailed to the top of, of the two walls of the Mavoi, and then it broke down, and obviously one of the sides is going to sag down a little bit. That's what this halacha is coming to help with. Halacha kavav. Haitah korah akumah, ro'inotah ke'illuhi peshuta. Agula, ro'inotah ke'illuhi merubat. Geometric acrobatics. If the korah was not perfectly straight, it was twisted or, or crooked in some way, you see it as though it's straight, and then you apply to it all the rules as though it had been a straight, uh, you virtually straighten it and then and then you analyze if it's kasher or not. Um, same if it was round, you see it as though it was square in terms of, for example, being able to support an ariyah. It doesn't need to actually have a brick on top of it. A brick on top of a cylindrical kora would not stay unless you're extremely good at balancing. Im hayabeh so likewise, in terms of the of the thickness, we need a circumference of three in order to see it as having a a width of one. This is an approximation of pi, which is three fourteen, but three is good enough for here. Now, what happens if the the the, the twisting of the Qur'an, the, the unstraight aspect of the Qur'an, also brings a portion of the Qur'an outside the appropriate height or even outside the Mavoy? So what you do is also virtually you cut off all the part that is coming out of the Mavoy and then you see what's left. If what's left is to bits of korot, but the reason between them more than three tefahim, then it's okay. You do lavud and you're fine. Otherwise, you may have a problem. Halakha kafzayin. Be'er. This is now something not like mavoi, unlike korai, something specifically for which also were a very common thing in, in, in those days, and they needed to have solutions for all of these things. So a well in the middle of the street that uh, someone came and made around this be'er, this well, four corners, so they created sort of like a square around it with, with little walls. But just imagine that each side of this square only has the corners. So you have the, the silhouette, the outline of the square, but not a full square around it or rectangle. So Shemona Pasin Zaviot, you have eight little walls on the four corners. Shene Pasin Devukim Bechol Zavit, two of them uh, touching each other at each corner. This counts as surrounding the entire well by 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 walls. Even if the if what's exposed, if the area that's not enclosed by a wall is more than the area enclosed by the wall, so this would invalidate the Mechitza, as we said before, but with the Be'er, there's a special din, and, uh, and, and, and therefore, Hachamim permitted to, to, to carry uh, within it, which obviously, as you can imagine, is extremely helpful. The Be'er is Rashut or like Rashut and around it, otherwise, 
is Rashut Arabim, and otherwise, how could you drink water on Shabbat? So, sorry. So, so long as you see that these four corners are intact, even if the rest of the wall fell, or the, the, these four corners, not, not only the corner, but the, the two walls coming from each corner, then you can take water and give to your animal to drink, even though it's Shutayahid. There is some limits to this, however. Um, the, the, the height of each of these pasim needs to be ten tefahim. That's the, you will not find any wall that's less than ten tefahim. We should know this by now, uh, and it's a uh, this is a little bit um, of a novelty. It's six tefahim, each 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 of these uh, little walls, and how much can there be of open space between them? So you can have sheter arba arba bakar a rivka. In Hebrew, like like uh, our uh, the the wife of Isaac, Rivka, um, the Rivka is is also just like Rahel, just like uh, Yael, just like uh, um, many many other names that come from uh, domestic animals, which were terms of endearment back in the day. Uh, Rivka means a group of four cows, and two Revakot. Uh, the width of Turevakot, of uh, one coming from each side, that's how wide the space can be. In other words, you are allowed to leave a space large enough to permit Turevakot to pass by it. And Harambam is saying here that uh, this cannot be more than 13 amot and a third. That, that is what this translates to. But it shows you a little bit the purpose that this served was meant to permit traffic of animals and the traffic of the animals normally was not cow by cow but you bring the cows four at a time and you bring four one way for the other way that's eight one next to the other and uh, and that is uh, together it's 13 amot and a third also what the name rivka means <laughs> If instead of having one of these corners, you had either a large boulder or a tree or a little mound, a little uh, protrusion on the ground or a little some uh, or, or, or something like that, or uh, a uh, some object in there. So you see, just look at it and see if it has. Uh, the, the requisite size of one amma, which is six tefahim by, by one amma, by ten. And then that could serve as one of the corners. Five uh, vertical beams, and between them you have less than three tefahim, and uh, 
you have you and you put them you align them in a way that you end up having one amma to one side one amma to the other side then that way you created uh, the kind of walls that would be sufficient for creating these corners to permit carrying uh, with the well. Kaftet. Now we are going to talk about how close can these corners be to each other. Mutar lehakriv arba hazaviot ha'elu la'be'er ve'hushatihye para proshah ve'rubah bifnim in abasim ve'shota af alpi shelo yehoz rosha behema imakeli shebo ha'maim o'il. וראשה ורובה בפנים מותר ואפילו לרמל. It's permissible to bring these corners really close to the well, which means there is much less space to move around the well, so long as there is enough space for the majority of the body and the head of a cow inside this created rectangle, this created square, and drinking, even if there wouldn't be enough space for the head of the animal if you were to put the water in a receptacle outside the be'er. And this is true even for a gamal, even for a, uh, a camel who is much, has a much longer neck than the cow. So, so we only look at cows for this purpose. Even a camel that has a very long neck can drink from a world that's surrounded by zaviot, by this square that's large enough to, to contain the majority of the body and the head of a cow, even though it wouldn't really contain the camel. However, if it's smaller than this, then even a small animal like a gedi, like a little kid uh, from a goat or from a sheep, you may not uh, give them water from there. Even if the entirety of the Gedi could presumably fit within this square. And if you want to make the square as large as you want, that's fine. However, bear in mind that the openings, the, the separation, the space between the corners cannot be more than 13 and a third four. Now, some this, this is a very interesting, at least for historical uh, significance, and to understand when this was legislated, when this was made, to try to really feel how halachot used to be part of uh, life as used to be lived, uh, very natural in, in Israel, and reacting to the needs of society. The only situation in which they permitted to do this pasim is number one in Eres Israel, and number two, they only permitted this for all the animals that were being brought to Bet Hamikdash during uh, for Oler Galim. Uh, query: If really nothing is Rashuta Rabbim because you need six hundred thousand people, like some people claim today, why would they even need to bother doing all of this, and why would they restrict it to Oler Galim? If really there was never Rutara Bim ever in history, and this is just one other of many, many, many examples of why the position of the string is very, very weak, and Harambam's position seems objectively much, much stronger, however uncomfortable that might be for our own practical purposes every Shabbat. 
they only permitted this with a, a well that's available for everyone to drink from. However, for a human being who wants to drink, he needs to either go down directly to the well and drink from there, or create a walls, an actual wall surrounding the be'er, and then use it within it. However, even if it's a human being, if he really has to, and uh, and he needs to drink water, and the well was way too wide, the wider the well, the harder it is to climb down and up from it, then the person can actually uh, draw water from the well with, with a bucket and drink just like an animal between the passim, that it's also part of the exception. It would be would be permissible to do so if there is no other option. Last few alachot of the chapter about the passim as well. So to the the, the bor not be'er. Bor harabim, as opposed to be'er, be'er is when you when you dig and you find underground water. Bor is when you dig and you wait for the rain to come. So if it's bor, not be'er, for anyone, or if it's be'er but it's in private property, Israel is forbidden to use this device of the zaviot unless you constructed an actual wall around it. Now, some of the halachot about how to give to your animal to drink. If you are using this and you are giving water between the pasim of the be'er, <coughs> you should use a container uh, to draw water to put it in front of the animal, and if evus um, is is a, a a formal container that's made specifically for drinking of the animals, it's what uh, um, mentions the first chapter. Yadashor konehu v'hamor evus be'alav is this uh, this thing that that goes on the floor and it's kind of large. So if the evus uh, can fit inside this pasim if the evus itself was reshut hayahid, right? If the evus itself was reshut hayahid, um, it, because it has the height of four and it had a width of uh, sorry, height of ten and a width of four, then uh, the person should not bring the evus. And put it in front of the animal as well within this pasim, because what can happen is now that you have an actual in the picture as opposed to this art, this this um, this device which is not fully rishutayahid. So what can happen is you can you may uh, to the evus, and then from the evus you may take the bucket to outside the pasim which is fully rishutarabim, and that's an issue. Rather, uh, that the person should fill out, uh, fill up, and then let the animal drink by itself. 
הלכה ל"ג, הזורק מרשות הרבים לבין הפסים חייב, הואיל ויש בכל זווית, וזווית מכסה גמורה שיש בה הגובה עשרה ויותר מארבעה על ארבעה, והרי הריבוע ניכר ונראה נעשה כל שביניהם רשות היחיד. Um, unlike what we just said, which sounded like only the evus is what is introducing an aspect of Rashut HaYahid to the picture, to the equation, um, this halacha makes it clear, what I implied in Lamed Bet, Lamed Gio makes it clear, the, the area enclosed by this square is fully Rashut HaRabim, so much so that if someone um, transports from it to Rashut HaRabim or vice versa, this is Hayav, because you do have walls that are sufficiently high, and you do have uh, a, a square that is very easily recognizable, and therefore everything within it is considered Rashut HaYahid. ואפילו היה בבקעה ואין שם ביניהם באר, שהרי בכל רוח ורוח פס מכאן ופס מכאן. Not only in the Be'er situation, but even if you have any kind of this square, even in the Be'er, the Be'er we mentioned is Carmelit. So if you construct such a square in the Be'er, this would make it Rashut HaYahid. ואפילו היו רבים בוקעים ועוברים בין הפסים לבטלו המחיסות, והריהן כחסר שהרבים בוקעים בה, והזורק לתוכן חייו, ומותר להשקות הבהמה ביניהן, אם היה שם ביניהן באר. And even if uh, the public was passing through it, uh, it's, the, the mechitzot of this square would not be invalidated, and a person will be hayav, and therefore that's why it's permissible to give, to drink to an animal if there was in between this, uh, this, this uh, in the middle of the square, a be'er, a well. Um, query, I'm going to leave you with a question here, in why then did they only permit it for all regalim if this is fully Rashut Yahid? So that's a question that I leave you with. I don't have an answer. Hatser, private property, a courtyard, that it's one of its corners enters into this square of the Pasim then it's permissible to carry from the Haser to the Pasim and from the Pasim to the Haser. However, if this happened with two actual Haserot, you would need Ayruve Haserot or Ayruve Mevoot actually in this case um, to carry between them, but that Tekana does not apply to the Bena Pasim. Yavshu HaMayim BaShabbat אסרו לטלטל בין הפסים שלא נחשבו מחסה לטלטל בתוכן אלא משום המים. אם הההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
But as we mentioned before, if a mechisa is built on Shabbat, it can still be counted as a mechisa. If Mavoi lost its Korah or its Lehi, it's forbidden to carry within it, even though it was open, the, the, the side that, that, that lost the Korah or the Lehi leads to Karmelit and not to Rashut HaRabim. Achsadra, as we mentioned before, is like a Porsche. If it's in the big eye, if it's in Carmelit, so in Carmelit, if you have something that is three walls and a ceiling, it's permissible to carry all through it. Because we consider that the, 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 we can virtually recreate that fourth wall by drawing it down, pulling it down from the ceiling. However, it's not Rashut Yahid because it doesn't have four walls, and therefore throwing from Rashut Rabim to it is Patur. Just like a voice Satum that has a Korah, which is Mekompetor and not Rashut Yahid. If a house lost its, its corner, so it really lost a part of each of two walls that were connected to one another, carry uh, and, and this and this breach is more than 10 amot is forbidden to carry through its entirety so although uh, if you look at the ceiling of the house now this breach in the walls still has sort of like a surat petah but we may not see a surat petah if it's keren zavit if it's on a corner However, if there is any Korah, if there is any uh, beam or something that extends exactly on top of the, the area of the walls that has been breached, then you can see as though that Korah comes down and creates a fifth wall in this case, and the entirety of the area that's created as a result is permissible to carry within it. That's the This is very important, particularly relevant to this chapter, but generally it is. Um, a, a, the, the inch that we always try to measure with when we talk about esba is the thickness, the thickness of the of the thumb. Of the hand thumb. So basically, if, when you put your hand down on the table, look at it, you'll see that the thumb is not really, your nail is not facing up, your nail is going to the side. So looking from above, that thickness, that is one esba. In other words, if you want to, uh, to, to, to count three esbaot, you don't put them one next to the other, but more like one on top of the other. How much is a tefah? It's four of those tzbaot. And every amma, every cubit that we mention, is an amma of six tefahim, which is the same as saying of 24 tzbaot. Uh, However, sometimes, 
There is a royal cubit, a cubit that was used for Bet HaMikdash, and that's the sixth Tefahim cubit, not, um, sorry, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that, that's, that's something else. Sometimes when we are talking about uh, four, so six uh, hand breaths, palm breaths, six Tefahim, one next to the other, Sometimes we try to make them as close to each other as possible. Sometimes we're more lax with them. And we do that, uh, whatever is necessary under the context, to be mahmir. Kesad, how so? Meshech mavoi, be'arba amot sohakot. If you want to see the length of the mavoi, to see if the mavoi is even capable of receiving lehir kura, so you use the more large kind of amma, but the height, you use the tighter kind of amma. So too, when something is breached, you look at something at, at a tight amot, and uh, you do the same thing with a stuka and with kilaim. This is a very important halacha, and it shows you uh, more than showing you that we are trying to be mahmir in each situation. I think what we should take from here is how unprecise and how really it's more of an estimate whenever we are talking about measurements in, in halakha it should really be something around and about and estimating and you estimate a little more generously a little less generously but it's never a scientific uh, millimeter kind of measure like um, like some people think so with this we finish this very long chapter and by Isaac Hashem we will do the 18th chapter either Musa Eshabat or on Sunday.